We want to invite you to the word of God as is recorded in the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 33, verses 1 through and including verse 3. And also the book of Psalms, chapter number 50, verse number 15. I'm reading from the King James text. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and marvelous things which thou knoweth not. Psalms 50, verse 15, And call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. I want to talk about from a subject, call on me in the day of trouble. Call on me in the day of trouble. It's no if and about it. You are going to have a day of trouble. Job says, a man that is born of a woman is but a few days, and those few days are filled with trouble. So if you haven't had a day of trouble, you will have a day of trouble. But just remember to call on the name of the Lord in the day of trouble. We have before us the story of a nation that had provoked its God to anger through the sins that she had committed. Our enemy, the devil, have a shrewd way of blinding our eyes to the consequences of our doing. He kind of like make us live for the moment, enjoying sin at the present. We find in also in our text as we read it that the preacher is in jail. Can you imagine that? The preacher is in jail, but he's not in jail because he embezzled money from the church, not in jail because he did anything wrong. He is in jail because he preached the word of God to the nation of Israel. And because he is in jail, he is somewhat discouraged. I have never had to be in jail. I visited the jail, but I've never been in one. But I could imagine that would not be too good to be in jail. So now we find in jail, God began to deal with the preacher. Israel, of course, because she did not believe what the prophet had said, is busy trying to get over or get around the judgment of God. God come to this preacher in jail the second time. How many of y'all know it doesn't matter where you are? If God come to you, it's going to be all right. Uh, came to Daniel in the lion den, but if God come, uh, he, he can come in the fiery furnace, but if God come, everything is going to be all right. And when God comes to this man of God, God began to validify his um, authority, his power, in the things that he had done. 
God began to guarantee his created ability uh, as he had done in the very beginning of time in Eden. And he speak to the man of God and he let the man of God know, I am the same God that created all things in the very beginning and my resume stains unapproachable because I've done exactly what I said I would do. You see, God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Man is still trying to investigate what God has already created. But our God is a mighty God. He's a God of detail. He's a God, amen, that have counted the very numbers of the hairs of your head. He began to say, I am God, God all by myself. Uh, when we began to think of him, we know that it was God that spoke in a dark, dismal world and said, let there be light, and there was light. Light became God because God said, let there be light. And so he spoke in darkness and said, light, and light jumped out of darkness. How in the world this happened? I don't know, but he is God. He can do what he wants to do and nobody can question him. He began to tell this man in jail. I, I was thinking I was just reading a little nursery rhyme uh, to my little uh, uh, grandbaby this week. And I, uh, and I try to think about God and everything I do. So uh, she got a little book and she got the little animals in it. And uh, we showed her little pictures and uh, showed her the duck. She said, the duck go quack, quack. Amen. And you see the, uh, the, the sheep and they go bad. And uh, I began to think about God. Amen. Uh, the, 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 he is the one that wrote the song that the robins sang. Uh, amen. He is the one. He is the one, amen, that put the leap in the legs of the frog. He is the one that a man put the bow wow in the dog you know it didn't happen by accident he was the one that put the quack quack in the duck and uh, so we look at the big thing but it is God that have created all things and when I begin to think about the magnitude of God, uh, not only the great big thing, but the little teeny thing, he's the one that put the crawl in the bug. Uh, he is the one. He's the one that did all things. He is the one that made uh, a man uh, something out of nothing. He is the almighty God. I'm the God that measured the rivers in the palm of my hand. I'm the God that comprehendeth the dust of the earth. I'm the one that wrote the song that the birds sang. I'm the one that created the sun, moon, and stars and gave them their job description. He says, sun rule the day and moon rule the night and stars give direction. He is the God that 
that spoke to oceans and said stay there and don't go no further because everything that God made he gave a job description and he gave you one too you might not have read it but you too have a job description everything is living up to their job description except Maine and so we find as a result of that Maine is in rebellion against God but God will be glorified Amen. And so God tell Jeremiah, said, Jeremiah, amen, I'm going to give you a secret. How many of y'all know when you get in trouble, show enough, God will come and give you a secret. And he's in prison, but God said, I'm going to let you in on my secret. The secret is, it's not going to be this way always. I got a way out for you. I, I got a way to bring you out. And uh, there's nothing better than a good secret. Everybody like a good secret. But Jeremiah, you're not going to be able to uh, get this secret with human intellect. Because the Bible says, I have not seen and ear have not heard. Amen. It has not entered into the hearts of men what God had prepared for them that love him. The secret of God is incomprehensible. The secret of God is impregnable. That means the human mind cannot look into what God got in store for them that love him. But if you can just call on the name of the Lord. Can I get somebody to call him Jesus in here? If you can just call on the name of the Lord, God said, I'll give you my secret. David said, the secret of the Lord is to them that fear him. So God do have a secret. All right. So yet what God does to Jeremiah is invite Jeremiah in to read my mind. He invites Jeremiah, said, Jeremiah, come in and read my mind. I know you're in prison, but come in and read my mind. I wonder if anybody in here ever been down real low and God let you in to read his mind. He didn't say nothing to you, but he just let you read his mind. And so now Jeremiah is about to read the mind of Almighty God. And all Jeremiah had to do was call on the name of the Lord. And God said, I will give you my secret. So at this point, Israel is no longer calling on the name of the Lord. Matter of fact, God is in their way. God is, in the, uh, is uh, messing their business up. And she don't want God. But God said, I'm going to bring a destruction on Jerusalem. Now, how many of y'all know when God tells you something, it's going to come to pass? God said, I'm going to bring a destruction on them. And so what the people of Israel did, uh, they were, everything was gone except the city of Jerusalem. So what they did, they were going to save themselves from the impending judgment of God. So they tore their houses to pieces and began to put them against the walls to keep the enemy from coming in. But how many of y'all know that when God come for you, can't nobody stop him from coming? 
when God come to get you, nobody can stop God from reaching you at your address. If you were to run to the rock, guess what the rock would say? The rock would say, I can't hide you. I ain't thick enough. Whew, thank you, Jesus. And if you were to run and jump in the ocean to swim down to fathoms low in the ocean, the ocean say, I can't hide you. Ain't deep enough. And if you were to take a spacecraft and fly way out into space, space would say, I can't hide you. Ain't far enough. Oh, but when God starts seeking you out, uh, when he calls your number, nobody can stop him because the darkness and the light is the same thing with God he knows what he's doing he knows how to do it and sometimes because everything is going all right with us we think we can go on without God but God is a jealous God he's done so much for us he got to have your attention what he has done for you demand your attention what he has brought you out of demand your praise this is the reason why the trees clap their hands he made everything and the Bible says the heaven declared the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork you see there's something about God and his awesome power that when we think we got it all together amen we still got to go back and praise the name of our God you know how it was when you want something from God you get up in the morning and pray and you see God all day long but some of us think we got it made you got that husband or that wife you wanted you got the children alright ah, you got over your sickness and you think you don't need God but I got news for you you gonna call on God one way or the other amen God will send trouble to get a praise has anybody gave God a praise because trouble came? He got to have his praise and he'll send trouble to get a praise. He said, but if you call on me in the day of trouble, I will consider that a praise. We got to call on him in the day of trouble. We think we got it made. Trouble is in the United States of America. It's all over the world. Tornadoes such as we have never even seen before. Out in the Midwest, water is coming down. All of a sudden, fields have been turned into rivers. Earthquakes in diverse places. And we still won't call on the name of God. Uh, he going to do what he has to do. Uh, you might get by, but you won't get away. He going to get a call from you some kind of way. It might be in the morning. It might be in the evening. It might be through death. It might be through sickness. It might be through affliction. 
but he's going to get that call. I encourage you to call on him. Why you got the youth and the activity of your limb? Call on him. Why you got good sense? Call on him. Why you got the opportunity? You're going to call one way or another. Because I heard the writer say that at the name of Jesus, every knee got to bow. Every tongue got to confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory and honor of God the Father. So we need to learn how to call on the name of the Lord. So we in trouble. And so what they're trying to do now, I don't know, y'all might not know this, but gas have gone up to over $4. I know y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all got those hybrid engines and y'all run on electricity. But all of this says, what it is saying is things are running out. Why are things running out? Because men won't call on God who supply. And, and God is a merciful God. And sometimes he don't cut you off right away. He'll give you a chance on your own. Like he gave Israel a chance. He'll give you a chance. But sooner or later, he's going to come by to get his praise. When he come back to get his praise, you might as well give it to him. Because he knows how to get a praise out of you. Is there anybody in this room that know God, know that God know how to get a praise out of you? Anybody? You been there, did that, got a t-shirt. He knows how to get a praise out of you. He knows how to get your attention. Uh, when you're trying to ignore him, he knows how to get your attention and he gets your attention to get a praise oh call on him now let me say this though Haines join in Hain sin will be punished here they put the preacher in jail but that did not stop God from doing what he said he was going to do though Jeremiah is in prison God's wrath is still going to come on Israel. Israel refused to repent. But God said, I'm going to stay right here until I get a praise out of you. And so Jeremiah is in jail. And God began to reveal to him that in the midst of everything that's going on, I got a remnant of people that I'm going to save and I'm going to bring them back and they are going to praise me. He lets them know sin will be punished. Okay, do me a favor. Lino, tell your neighbor. If you, I hope you like the verse of said, Tell him sin will be punished. You know why? Because if sin is not punished, God has messed up his reputation. Anybody know that God will not mess up his reputation? So sin will be punished. Amen. And because sin is going to be punished, we can, we have an opportunity. Two things we can do with our sins. We can hold on to our sins and carry them until judgment. Or we can take our sins and carry them to Jesus and let Jesus deal with your sins. I don't know about you, but I would rather for Jesus to deal with my sin 
than for me to try to deal with them. Sin has to be punished. It will be punished in you or in Jesus. Once you give your life to Jesus Christ, your sin is punished in Jesus. But if you don't give your life to Jesus Christ, your sins will be punished in you. What you mean my sin gonna be punishing me? Ultimately, if you don't give your life to Jesus Christ, your sins will be dealt with in the lake of fire. But sin will be dealt with. Y'all hear what I say? It don't stop because you die. Sin still has to be dealt with. But if you can just give it to Jesus and trust Jesus. Let Jesus dealt with your adultery, your fornication, your drugs, whatever it is. When I cast them on him, Jesus deal with my sin. I'd rather have him to deal with sin because he knows how to deal with sin. And this is what salvation is really all about. Salvation is all about casting your cares or casting your seals on Jesus. So when I came to Jesus as I was, weary, ruined, and, and sad, I gave him my sin. When I gave him my sin, he gave me his peace. So what happened is, Jesus dealt with my sin and he turned around and gave me peace. And because he dealt with my sin, I don't no longer have to deal with my sin because Jesus has already dealt with my sins at Calvary. Come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. If we don't call him now, we're going to call him after a while. Call him when the call will do you some good. At the center of every promise of God is the cross. That's why the cross is so important because at the center of your promises is the cross. And the cross says, Jesus deal with my sin. He took my sins away. He washed me and he made me whole again. And because he made me whole, I now surrender my life to him and I can't help but praise him when I think about he dealt with my sin. He dealt with my sin. He dealt with my sin at Calvary. And all I did to get saved was call on the name of the Lord and he saved me. I want to say to you today, I don't care what you've done and how long you've done it. If you come to Jesus today, and call on him in the day of trouble. Jesus will take your sins and your misery. Is there anybody here that know he will take your sins and your misery? It's an exchange. It's an exchange.